N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain or shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 341 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And SGR. What up? Do you just want to just let the blood shedding begin? Do you just want to just jump right into killing? Well, yeah. Can't say kill. Can't say okay. Kill. Can't say kill. Can't say uh, kill. Unalive. Do you just okay. want to unalive they? everybody they? right are here? They? Yeah. yeah. What are the algorithm algorithms uh, going to pick up on unalive and you won't be able to say that anymore? Uh I think they have. Yeah. Right. We have to we have to counterbalance it with something like extra woke. You know. I heard uh uh-huh, uh-huh. so I heard that the the uh, left is claiming the Barbie movie. I heard that. Okay. That. Okay. I love Barbie. Uh, okay. She's okay. hot. Okay. And the right gets Oppenheimer. Okay. Okay, Oppenheimer. We got and Jason Bar- Dean this week. Is Barbie uh, oh, fat in the movie? Uh, no, she is portrayed no, by a very not good to be skinny. Well, originally it was uh, Amy Schumer. So, but now, yeah, okay. Margot Robbie. She, My God, uh, are you serious? Yeah. She was in yeah. running to play. Yeah, Barbie? she had the role, and then uh, they kind of didn't uh, go through with it, and now yeah. they went with Margot Robbie as. as I have an Barbie. idea, Barbie. I'm sorry, but I'm when I'm thinking of Barbie, I'm not thinking uh, of Amy Schumer. Okay, okay. Margot, okay. Margot Robbie definitely fits the role there. Okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. stereotyping. Okay. okay, sexist. Okay, feminist. Let's just okay. do this for an hour because it will save my heart. The blondes in my heart. Uh, I want to wish my wife an early happy birthday. Her birthday ah, is uh, on birthday. Friday, so we're live here Thursday night. If you're going to listen on Apple Podcasts, it will be my wife's birthday. So I'm going to call her right at birthday. midnight. With the wife. Okay, if you do that, I, sw- I swear to Christ, I'm going to fucking call I'll her unalive you right at midnight. I will, I will unalive you if you I wake can't her wait. up and then I'll subsequently wake my child up. 12, I'll drive down the fucking twelve castle. zero 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 one seconds. Drive down to your fucking house, okay? Okay. Damn. And I'll Tommy Canely you, okay? Oh, I'll treat yeah. you like that Like fan. a fan? Wow. <laughs> that was pretty solid. That was the best. That was the most contact uh, Yankees made it, uh, all fucking week. <laughs> because uh, we got this uh, stat from Codified Baseball earlier in the day that the New York Yankees over the last 40 games are dead last in Major League Baseball and team batting average. They are batting 212 as a team in the last 40 games. Do you know that the Pittsburgh Pirates are the 29th place team and they have a full 10 point lead on the Yankees? That is fucking <laughs> disgusting. I'm going to try and laugh at it as much as I can. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. And if you don't cry, you'll probably uh, want to put Pull your head a, a Chapman. Uh-huh. Who all of a sudden is good, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, well, look, look, let's just start here. There is Certain some toxicity in this. Yes, in this. there is some there's some truth. I'm not letting guys like Chapman and Hicks off the off the hook here because ultimately I'm a guy who, you know, every person should be held accountable for for, you know, what they put forward. 
But at the end of the day, there's also some truth in the fact oh, that I'm going to count every time you say that this week. <laughs> You're right. I got to stay away from it now. Uh, that some guys come here and it's not just the mental weakness like like Aaron Hicks. It's all there's something toxic here that it's just a place for players to die. I said it a, a few weeks ago. The New York Yankees are a place where great players come to be good. Good players come to get hurt and bad players come to get way too much playing time. So do you think Aaron Hicks would be hitting 271 with an 844 OPS if he was a New York Yankee? Absolutely not. Those are his statistics with the with the uh, Baltimore Orioles. And and I don't want to hear, oh, it's because he's getting consistent at bats. You can say that about a lot of guys. Aaron Hicks had his time here and got plenty of consistent at bats. He had an 0 for 40 run a couple seasons ago, but Again, there's also some truth to that. There's something here that we don't nurture guys and guys come here to just fucking die. Oh, I mean, uh, you know what? Aaron Hicks, notwithstanding, uh, I think. Forget Aaron Hicks. He's not he's he's not here. He's not part of the problem. Okay. Uh, so good for him. He's hitting 270 in Baltimore. That's great. Awesome. The problem is, is that the New York Yankees, if we if we look at the current standings here, and I, and we have to because I think it's important to actually uh, say this, the New York Yankees are now after getting swept in Anaheim and losing two out of three in Colorado, they had a one and five road trip coming out of the break. Uh, they are now nine game, actually ten in the loss column, ten games back of the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore is overtaking first place by two full games, okay? So that's first off. And then if you want to look at the wild card standings, right now currently the Houston Astros and and Toronto Blue Jays are tied for second and third uh, with 43 losses. The Yankees are four games, four games out of the third wild card spot. And they have to leapfrog the Boston Red Sox to get into the uh, fourth place spot, so... I mean, you got to put that into perspective a little bit. I'm going to put it in perspective right now because in the last, in Tampa's last 10 games, okay, in mm. Tampa's last 10 games, they are three and seven. Every team in the division has gained ground on the Tampa Bay Rays, except for the Yankees who lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at their, their last 10 games in the AL East Baltimore, eight and two. Tampa Bay, three and seven. Toronto, seven and three. Boston, seven and three. Yankees, two and eight. And I keep saying this because it it bothers the living shit out of me that the Yankees on Sunday, and I mean again, it's the one thing I knock Garrett Cole for. He was fucking brilliant on Sunday, brilliant. Gave up one one bullshit home run. You know, I don't think that's one of those weird funky cores home runs. He gave up one run over six innings, struck out eleven. He was he was dominant. That's Garrett Cole right there, right? The Yankees lost a fucking game. That's the fifth game this season the Yankees have lost with him on the mound in which he's allowed two earned runs or less. So if you look at that, you want to take that for what it's worth, that puts the Yankees at 42 losses. If they win just those games, just the games where your ace is on the mound pitching like an ace, right? You give me those five games, I give you everything else poorly that the Yankees have Mm. done this season, right? The Yankees are in the second wild card spot right now. Second. And not to mention, he came out in the sixth with one run, you said, right? That was his. Yeah. Uh, they they ended up giving up eight 
fucking runs mm. that game. Eight. Oh. Well, be- we're going to work our way through everything, right? Because now the pr- the big problem is everybody's like, oh, this bullpen is fantastic. This bullpen is the best bullpen in the in the, in the big leagues. No. What are we seeing right now? A lot of mistakes from this bullpen. The bullpen blowing runs, uh, blowing leads, right? They had two two-run leads against Colorado on Sunday. Couldn't hold either of them. Lost the game. They had a two-run lead late in the game on Monday against Anaheim. Couldn't hold the lead. We've seen the leaks in this bullpen. Constant over the last couple of weeks here, where there's games the Yankees could have won and maybe would have won three, four weeks ago, even without Judge, right? That they're not winning now because the bullpen is either really putting the game out of reach or they're blowing the leads that they do have. And why is that? Because they're gassed, they're tired. There, it's it's July twentieth. This bullpen is running on fumes. We we didn't we have this conversation in May? I feel like we did. And you people, you guys, you, you wonder, and if you're in the chat, please like and subscribe. Uh, hit the like button. Let's go. We got a ton of people in here already. And leave uh, us a review on Apple Podcasts, please, if you if you get a second. That would be nice. About this. This bullpen is going to be done by, the, by uh, June, July. And they are. You're seeing the effects of it. None of these guys are the same as they were in the beginning of the season. And you wonder why, oh, what are you screaming about? Garrett Cole was at 95 pitches. This is why I was screaming about it. Because this guy clearly can give you another inning that's an inning away from having to, to pitch Michael King or Ron Marinaccio. Where's Wandy Peralta been? The Yankees finally dusted him off the last couple of games. He hadn't pitched in like two weeks. Why? Wandy's arm was probably uh, hanging on by a thread. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is... This is all what, the things that we talk about. These are little simple things that the Yankees can do that can help the team out. And they don't do it. They're like, oh, 95 pitches. This guy's paid $40 million a year to, to be my horse, but I got to pull him at 95 pitches dominating the game. It's a residual effect. This is Now you're, now you're seeing it come to fruition here. That the he bullpen a, is tired right now. He has a bullpen fetish. He just itches to get in there. I'm not getting on Boone for pulling Cole on Sunday. I'm, this is the one time I was okay with it, with the high altitude. And even though he threw 102 pitches, I still felt it was an easy 102. But if he's past that number, I'm not going to get that upset about it. I would have loved to have seen Cole come out there and and go batter to batter. If I was the manager of the Yankees, I talked to Aaron Boone. Uh, Ar- fuck Aaron Boone. Uh, Garrett Cole, when he comes out after the sixth inning and say, big guy, what do you got left in you? And then I go based on what he said. Instead, we all knew Boone was pulling him because he had hit 100 pitches. Right. But I would have loved to have seen Cole have that conversation, Boone and Cole, and say, what do you got left? Can you give me one more, two more? Anything to say out of the fucking bullpen at that point. Yeah, and we got to put things into perspective, too, in a sense of this. It's not just a, a downward spiral, right? We have to think of things in the grand scheme from 2016 on. And as of right now, look, you can talk about the injuries all you want. You know the Yankees are going are gonna to ride that wave. But even with all the injuries in the world, this team is this team should be built to sustain gaps in their schedule against teams like the Rockies and, and the Angels who are beaten up and really – they were falling. They were falling off pace. They were below five hundred, and 
And I'm not going to take that as an excuse. So we went from 2016 selling it off, rebuilding, right? Because everyone's talking about should the Yankees sell? Well, guess what? The same guy who, who decided to sell in 2016 built the team you're watching right now. And a lot of the guys that he tried to build it with, guess what? He held on to them and gave up big trades for them. And now they're nowhere. They're not, they don't even exist anymore. So you trust that this guy is going to sell off and do. So anyway, to my point, now not only are we talking about not seeing a World Series caliber team in 2023, this team's in last place now and not even, not even, they're starting to fall so far back. They might not even have a shot at the, at the third wild card. They've added so many. It's so difficult to not make the wild card at this point. They have what? The yeah. second highest payroll in baseball. I mean, I mean, I mean, anyone and I don't really see a lot of people doing this anymore, but anyone defending this organization in front office right now and the decision to bring Cashman back and anything, just think about where we are. And then on top of that, where we're supposed to be, this is not we're not the Orioles of the last decade where we're watching shitty baseball because we have a bright future ahead. This is the future. We are in the future from back then when we were supposed to have a World Series or at least a solid run at it. And since 2017, things have just gone completely downhill. And it's and it's truly unimaginable. I just can't imagine it. And and you could say that this is the lowest point because, you know, I saw the stat the other day for the first time since 1990, the Yankees are in last place in their division in the month of July. Crazy. So since 1990, they haven't been in last place at this point of a season. That's crazy. I mean, that was a, I, this team, this current Yankee team without Aaron judge could, would beat that team in a a seven game series. That's how bad that team was. Yeah. I think they won 67 games. That team. That's how bad low number that, that was yeah, the 67 rock bottom and point. 95, 67 and 95. I think 91 was actually the rock bottom point where they, uh, they cleaned house. Yes. And, you know, stick Michael and Buck, you know, really started to take the reins at that point. Are yeah. we ever going to get to that point here? I don't know. It's something that we're going to discuss in a few minutes, but the, the big news of the day is uh wash Donaldson. His tenure with the Yankees looks like it is over. Okay. Uh, he hit the 60-day IL because, uh, and this is this is what this is what 50 million dollars buys you if you're Brian Cashman. Ready for this? Ready. All right. 50 million dollars. He absorbed that contract from of Wash Donaldson, right? Okay. This is, I'll, I'll I'll be completely honest with and, you. I, and what, I, where did the team that he took the 50 million? Where did they spend their money? I mean, we all know story already if Elgato shows up here well then you know it's all gone wrong so (laughs) million dollars okay which this is what we talk about all the time it's not the money Hal allows to be spent it's who he allows to spend it and this is how Brian Cashman spent 50 million dollars over the last two seasons actually the Yankees have to pay Donaldson six million dollars next year to get rid of him. Okay, so that was beautiful. Just a stroke of genius on his part here. Okay, so in two seasons, Wash Donaldson has played 165 games for the Yankees. Two seasons, 
Oh, if you say that's a full season, then 25 and home runs and 77 RBIs don't sound so bad, right? Right. But mind you, this is over two seasons. <laughs> and was he a, was he supposed to be a starter over the two seasons, or was he a bench no, player? He was definitely starter. supposed to be a middle of the order. Uh, gotcha. Run producer. So okay, so you want to say injuries, but still you got the production over. Okay, no, but look at 207 batting average. Oh, that's that's fucking stellar right there. Six. His OPS doesn't even start with a seven. Six. 78 OPS. 92 OPS plus. Means that he's below average for everybody that doesn't know because 100 is league average. And he struck out 180 times in 165 games. Solid. And that's, this year, can we? That's for $50 million. I don't know if this okay. stat changed, but I don't. I don't think that it did because he didn't really have too many at bats since I heard it. But I was blown away. He had 15 hits on the season, 10 of them were home runs. runs. I think he had 11 home runs. Did he have 11? Let's see. He had uh, 15 hits, 10 home runs. I don't, okay, I gave him credit for another okay. home run there. Okay. So oh, the, the illustrious career of uh, Wash Donaldson in New York Yankee uniform looks to be over. And a lot of people are asking this, uh, you know, on social media today. And even Pete asked this in a video that he did. What do you remember about Wash Donaldson? Well, I remember is that he was brought here to have an edge and then he was claimed to be a racist. And then he would no longer have that edge because he called Tim Anderson Jackie. So and that was fun. Uh, a self-given then, nickname. Right. Then, um when the Yankees were going through their bullshit last year, uh-huh. he hit a walk-off grand slam against the Tampa Bay Rays, and he cried in Glaber Torres's chest. And then the Yankees continued their losing streak after that. And in the postseason, I could I live uh, about thirty minutes from Yankee Stadium in New Jersey, and I could feel the wind from him waving at pitch in the postseason. But he's but you guys don't understand. He had really good at bats. Solid. Work the counts. And this year, when everybody said that he was washed, we gave him the nickname Wash Donaldson. You were told you were crazy if you didn't think that he was going to have a comeback season. In fact, he he spent most of it hurt and proved just how fucking finished that he was. So that is what Wash Donaldson's legacy is, is that he is the by far and I'm going to put the stamp on it right now. The worst trade acquisition Brian Cashman ever made. Okay, that's pretty solid. I just want to get to the super chat from Ronnie real quick. Yeah. Thank hey, you, Ronnie. Ronnie. Uh, up, Ron? He said, why are 28% of the fans in here? Why do they want to fire Boone? Because Pete ran a little poly poll. Um, while keeping the guy that hired him and constructed this roster is beyond me. Ronnie, we're going to get to all that. Oh, don't worry. About don't that. worry. We're going to touch on Stay all tuned, of that. Ronnie. Okay, touch on it. Um, I want to say this about Donaldson and he, and mind you, he's a guy that I could not stand before he, before he put pinstripes on. So for me to say this is I'm shocked that I feel this way. I don't feel any resentment or hatred towards Donaldson at all. This is really his fault. It's not his fault. It is. It is the man who brought him here that I hate for him. It look, we were uh, once again sold on a product that we all knew anyone with a clear mind and two eyes knew that 
it was more likely to end up the way it did than the way they told us it was going to. I didn't think it was going to be this bad, though. No, but at the end of the day. That's two. At the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's actually four, I think. I said it twice before. (laughs) Is that the phrase that you said I say too much? Yeah, bro. You, we were. All right, I, I gotta. You, I'll I practice like, I this week, like nine times in a two-minute right. span. So, yeah, I'm try, gonna ask Chat to, yeah, for At the end of the better... day, try practicing to stop fucking saying that. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm gonna talk to Jeff, Chat GPT, okay, and I'm gonna ask it to give me a better uh, phrase like that it. I can use, and then I'm gonna say that Similar all the time. Phrase. Yeah. At the end of the day, Do you have a point. Further point here. Uh, just. <laughs> I almost said it again. Um, <laughs> I just look, even if you didn't expect it to be this bad, did you ever expect it to be good enough to make a difference? To make it worth it? Right. I don't think so. Uh, I'd say this, and I think you had a really good point, Chris, is that he might not be the guy we expected him to be in the regular season, but he seemed like a guy that might. Sh- change the culture in the postseason mm-hmm. and that is always kind of what i held on to except yes. for we saw him in the postseason. Yeah. yeah arguably their worst asset in the postseason last year yeah tough to have an edge and have that attitude when when you're literally the laughing stock of the entire lineup oh yes wash donaldson uh i mean it's it's a shame that it took uh a, a season ending injury essentially to to finally get peraza up here peraza had a good first two games and then i think he struck out seven of his last eight times although he's still better being a friggin' lineup tomorrow because i mean i just what what is your what is your other options at this point and this is this is what and nobody nobody on this team has stepped up in aaron judge's absence not one person has stepped up anthony volpe did a little bit and now he's what in a three for 40 slump well, well, Christian, just real quick to touch on that. It's a little difficult to get to keep rolling in the street uh, on the street that you're in when you've been struggling all year. You finally seen the ball well. And then one game you're batting six, the next you're batting eighth, the next you're batting seventh, the next you're leading off, then you're batting third. I mean, I mean, do okay, you, well, what's John Carl really... Stan and Anthony Rizzo's excuse? They're consistently That's in the different. same that they're consistently in the same two spots in the lineup sure. every single that day. Is completely sure. different. Those are the guys that and I'm not giving Volpe a pass either. I think he's a much better baseball player than we're seeing, and he's got to get his shit together if he wants to be here. But at the end, but Seven. Stanton, see, I call myself Stanton. Not really, you said it. You put Stanton, the tip in, it counts. Stanton, just the tip. Stanton, Rizzo, and DJ are the guys that you expect to step up and carry this team, and they just have disappeared. DJ got, you know, DJ has looked a little bit better of late now or is it just he a got smaller a sample? he came out, he came out, he came out of the gate juice. yeah got a little sure. Colorado juice going. he just but seems to be making better contact than i've seen him make in a little bit now let's let's maybe i i would say one person has somewhat stepped up i wouldn't say he's been like an mvp caliber but glaber torres last yes. 30 games 33 hits 284 average uh three home runs 11 rbi and an on base of Hey, guess so. what? They would have won the last game of the before the All Star break if it wasn't for him. Absolutely, no. And when yeah. you look at when you look at those moments like that, yeah, that's a huge. That was I'm a huge, huge loss. And I'm sure. glad that you brought Torres because I got 
I got a lot of people roasting me on social media for this because I absolutely had a problem with him chasing Eduardo Escobar around the field with a fucking sto- a toy cat yeah. for the game the other night. Yeah, I mean, how how these guys even have the balls to sh- look? It, it just shows you the culture of this team, right? It's all fun and games, and it's friends, and there's no, and, mm. and it's just you show up, and it doesn't really matter how you're playing. Just go have fun. They should fucking. And I'm sorry for anyone saying like, oh, that's ridiculous. They shouldn't be laughing. In the di-. No, you want to laugh, laugh in the clubhouse where I can't see you, mm. please. Because you, this is your job, right? We spend money to support you guys. You guys get paid because we support you like assholes. And you're running around playing fucking games like, like your animals. Fuck you, man. Show up to the field and get ready to win a ball game. Yeah. Yeah, Christian, I felt I felt like you were one of the first people to really call out that moment and the negative feedback you got on that was pretty ridiculous. And then the next day I saw a few takes with that similar, you know, a similar opinion and everyone was kind of like agreeing with with them the next day. So well, were the hate uh, were the hated the hated uh Trio. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but that might be the case. I mean, I get it. That was something that they did during the World Baseball Classic. But you got to you got to realize what where this team is at right now. It's kind of like you're it's a slap in the face like an ignorant. And, and here's an my problem with thing. it. It's not that he saw his friend there and he thought he could sneak up on him and put a cat on his shoulder, which is one thing. If you would have done that, I probably wouldn't even had a problem with it. He ran around the fucking field chasing him. And yeah. and what and everybody that thought it was cute and fun. What are you saying if Labor Torres tears, tears up his knee doing that? Yeah, Something look what happened can. to Edwin Diaz. Look what celebrating, happened celebrating uh, jumping up and down. The, the it's Jared. I think his first name is Jared Kalinick of the Mariners. He fucking broke his foot yesterday for he kicked something. He kicked something and broke his foot. And somebody so. replied, "I would have called it a freak accident." No, a freak accident is what happened to Aaron Judge. Well, what if Gleyber mm. Torres had gotten hurt in that situation? It would have been out of his own sheer stupidity. Because what are you doing chasing somebody with a toy cat before a game? It's a bad optic. Hey, and man, get, he's, he's focused on winning the World Series. And this is what we all we always say. Hey, you know, people don't think we're, we're joking, but it's true. Like, did he get it? Did he get a cupcake in the, in the fucking juice box after he did that? And Boone tussle his hair. Good job, Gleyber. You got him. And then I, somebody I had a bunch of. I had a bunch of replies. Well, we would have been shut out if he hit if he didn't hit a home run. He was the only one that hit a home run. Okay, so he can act like an asshole because the Yankees lost five to one instead of five to nothing. Because that's what I felt like. That uh, he was just out there. That's th- that's the thing that was on his mind at that point. Let's go chase my friend with a cat. Yeah. How about go? How about you go take some extra infield, Glaber? Yeah, honestly, and real quick, let's get to our boy Rye. He sent us a super chat. You're the man. Thank you. He said, I hate to say this, but we all need to accept the fact that the Yankees aren't very good. Even when Judge comes back, we are extremely flawed offensively. The stats speak for themselves. Couldn't agree more, man. And just a quick point on that. I agree with you that Judge isn't going to save everything, but he's so good that it does change things. And hitting is contagious and winning is contagious. And the Yankees are desperate for, for a guy who can bring that. And he's the only one at this point. But to touch on what Christian was saying real quick, talking about the assholes and everything. As shitty as the Yankees have played and as tough as they've been to watch striking out 17 times the other night, 
and not scoring any runs against pitchers with six ERAs. My biggest problem isn't even with that. It's in addition to that. And this is that where I put it on the manager and the people in charge. Not only is the talent not there right now, but they're showing up like they're not prepared at all. How many base running mistakes are we going to make? How many stupid things are we going to do to make it easier for the other team to keep us off the scoreboard? So it's one thing if you're struggling and you look like a bunch of, you know, piles of shit out there. But it's another when you're doing that and then you also look like you don't belong on a baseball field. Yep. And you're doing that and you're blowing 4-1 leads. You're blowing two multi-run leads and you're losing games that you really shouldn't. I mean, that's the definition of a bad team. I mean, look at it like this. Look at yesterday's game, right? You want to say that Jamison Tyone is not really a 70 or eight pitcher? He probably isn't, right? And we 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 know what Jamison Tyone sure. is. We've seen him enough over the last couple of years, right? The kid that started the game yesterday for, for the Angels was just called up from the minor leagues, okay? Had one start all year. Had been mostly re- used as a reliever. He struck out 10 guys in five and a third innings. 10. I mean, that's just... How many pitches did he throw? I don't, I don't recall. He's 120. No, he didn't. Who? Are uh, you talking Can- about Canning? Canning? No, no, no. Canning did, though. He, I think that was the most in baseball this year. Yeah. I'm talking about Seth. Uh, what is it? Oh, Seth? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sil Seth. Yeah, I mean, you look at the... Have... Um, yeah, sorry, Christian. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I don't even have, like, a word to describe that. That's not even... That just That's just bad. Yeah, and if if you look at their performances since, let's go back to that Tyone game. Tyone a six point nine three ERA entering that game, eight innings, zero earned runs. Then Gomber for the Rockies, six innings, two earned runs. He had a six point four ERA. Chase Anderson had a six point eight nine ERA. He went five innings, no earned runs. Canning five and two thirds, two earned runs, four point six ERA. And Pablo Sandoval seven and a third, one earned run with a four point four one ERA. And every single pitcher starting for the Royals this weekend has an ERA over five. Everyone. So yeah, so they should look like scions. I mean, if the, this is the part, everybody's like, "Oh, this is the part of the schedule where you're supposed to you can get some wins here." I, this team just they don't they don't even look like a baseball team right now. They just look like nine guys up there just trying to get home at the end of the day. That's all. That's what it yeah. looks like right now. It does. It does. It's totally in their face. So you you just don't see winners out there. And look, and how, sorry, ahead. Christian, you go. Uh, how many so, times have we have we talked about good Yankee teams when they don't beat the bad teams, right? And it, and it kills them. We're past that now. We're they're not beating anybody. They don't look like they belong in the same league as even the worst teams right now. And so you're almost right, to what's a point. The, can you? Do, I'm sorry, Chris. Ryan, no, it's okay. Can you do me a favor and look up the record from July 5th on? Because July 4th they took that. Right, they were up 2-0 in the series to Baltimore. Yes. And then they lost the next two. What's their record from July 5th on? I just it's it's got to be so bad. But, you know, you're almost to a point now where you're not even looking at the schedule for stretches because it doesn't matter who they It's going to take something extraordinary for this team to figure it out, and they have to just pray that this has been just a 
I, I don't even know what you want to call it, but that they're going to find it. Cause I still believe I don't want to sound like Aaron Boone too much, but I still believe this team is way more talented than what we're seeing out there. And that honestly is what becomes the biggest problem for me. Well, look at, let's take around the horn here. Ryan, did you get it or no? Well, so in the month, in the month of July, they are five and 11. And that's with the two wins against Baltimore. Yeah, if, yeah, that was in the the first week of July, right? Those so they're those three games. and eleven. They three and eleven since they had a two zero lead on. Well, Baltimore. yeah, because they lost nine of their last eleven. <laughs> Let me just go back I'm on a crazy. three and eleven stretch. These sons of bitches are not supposed to take them seriously. What's what's the one good? Take Baltimore out of there. They lost two. They lost two consecutive games to Baltimore. What's the one good team they played in that stretch? Can you name him? Not really, no, because no, it, it was the Cardinals, exist. the Rockies, the Cubs. Last place, and, last place, uh, last place. And the Angels. 11 against Without Mike Trout. The Angels are like, a, what are they, in third? Angels? Those but the Angels, like but, yeah. but remember, up until they played us, we're the on Angels a one were on a 1-9 stretch. Right, yes. the Angels were on a downward yes. spiral. Other than Otani, that, that team was completely worthless. Well, you tell me. What am I supposed to believe in unless Aaron Judge comes back? And, and again, to Ra's point, even with that, we don't know what if that's even going to make much of a difference. But that's our only hope. It shouldn't, because really, realistically, in baseball, it shouldn't be about one guy. No. If you took Michael Jordan off the Bulls, you saw what they were without him. Or if you took Le, took LeBron off uh, uh, off of uh, the Lakers, like the forget what that's a bad excuse because they were they were pretty bad this year, right? No, they made, we'll take them. We'll the take them off. Take them off the Cavaliers. The the couple years after he left the Cavaliers, they were awful. Well, in the NBA, one player can completely make make the difference, right? Right. And same thing in football, which is really the quarterback, right? Do the Patriots even sniff being a dynasty if they have Matt Castle as the quarterback all those years instead of Tom no. Brady? The thing with Judge, though, and the reason why he carries this team so much is because we have so few guys getting on base, so even even fewer guys coming through with runners in scoring position, and Judge does it so frequently. Either he's hitting a home run with no one on base or he's coming through big with, with runners on base, and he does it so frequently that he almost becomes the only person catapulting this this offense. And when Judge takes an offer, it's very rare that this team – that this offense shows they up. They don't win. Right. So look at, go around the horn, the horn real quick. So we'll start a catcher. The Higgy's okay as a backup. I'll give him that. I think he's played relatively well for being a yeah. backup this year. Okay. But that's what he is, a backup. Jose Trevino doesn't even look like he belongs in the league right now. Okay. If yeah. you disagree with some, then stop me. Or I'll no, no, I agree with that 100%. Continue. Anthony Rizzo should be the guy. He's one of the guys that's here to step up and be, you know, to be a number two run producer, number three run producer behind you. Where the fuck's this guy been? You know, you want to start Awful. talking about guys that are washed now. This guy hasn't hit a home run in 40 games. Awful. You know, Glaber Torres, okay, we're on a Glaber Torres hot streak, but this is what Glaber Torres is. He's a guy that goes through extreme peaks and valleys. He's been a lot more consistent this year, though. You got to give him that. Uh, Reese, I don't know about that. I, I recently, no. He, He's batting what 260, 270 almost? Extremely hot. He was hitting yeah. 240 at the All Star break when Aaron Boone thought he should have been an All Star. I know. I'm just look. I'm just saying that he's been a guy yeah, who's shown up play. in the big spot. You got to give him credit there. And I know that's that's partially influenced by the fact that no one else has stepped up. But 
At the end yeah. of the day, you got to give him credit. You, that's mm. eight. Okay. Uh, you look at <laughs> sun. You look at Sunday's game, right? You catch it. Glaber uh-huh. comes out of the out of the, the gate swinging. He's fucking hot as all hell coming out of the gate, and then he just abandons all approach, swinging from his heels, trying to pull everything for a five hundred foot home run. That's what frustrates me about him. Sure. Okay, so you want to say Glaber, but what is the, what is Glaber being hot really done for this team? Nothing. No, nothing. He's not because, that guy. He's not going to carry a team. Okay, so you move over to shortstop. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Volpe's in a funk. I don't really want to get on him too much because he's a rookie. He's not supposed to be carrying the team, but they got to get something more out of him than what they've been yes. getting out of the last couple of weeks. You know, third base is is a black hole right now because it was Wash Donaldson, then it's Lemayu, and then you know Peraza struck out seven of his last eight times up at bat or something crazy like that you go to left field i don't know is there is is randy velardi not doing anything can we throw another fucking infielder out there you yeah know? why not you know center field harrison bader great harrison bader is it, uh, is walking down to first base after he gets a base hit after he hits the ball puts yeah. the ball in play and you got out, and then you go out to right field, and then it's you know, Stan's been playing out there recently. But again, what has this guy got left in the tank? You know, you said this to me a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I think it's too soon to say that he's washed up. Well, he had a hot little bit of a hot streak there where he hit home runs in four consecutive games. And what's he done? Well, let can't, me ask you a question. Find him. And I'm not asking this, I don't know, I truly don't know this answer. After he hit the four consecutive games and he hit a home run. Did he play the fifth game or sixth game? Was he benched since then? I don't. Re- I don't. He. I think he's. I don't know if he's, he's sad. I think he's played pretty consistently. I'm sure. I'm. Sh- I think you're right on that. I just want to ask because that's another thing too that I I say to to the fans all the time that like, is it really fair for us to get on these guys for not getting hot when they're fuck when they do get hot and then it, they're just sitting the bench they had, like. Like, here's a perfect example. I know it was just one or, or two games, but Cabrera's finally swinging a, a decent bat, right? The night before, he's the only offensive spark, or actually, I think it was Peraza, too, came through. And then Cabrera's on the bench again the next day. For who? Who was it? Uh, was it? I don't think it was McKinney, but I, it could have been. Oh, it was uh, Cordero, I think, because they wanted a... I, no, I think Stanton just played. Stanton just played in right that night. Yeah, but he could have played left, and they opted for someone else. Was, yeah, kind of Falefa and left. Oh yeah, IKF, IKF and was, and was it? DH and it's like, it, is it really fair for us to get on these guys for not being consistent yes. at this point? Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it Listen, is, man. Listen, Somebody's got. It. I, I mean, got to disagree with you here in a sense, and and I'm not disagreeing with you in a sense that. Yeah, we can't get on them. And yeah, at the and yet ultimately, you know, they're they need to be held accountable too. But also, we need to take into consideration the fact that this team doesn't let them get hot. They get hot and they sit Tell the me bench. Anthony Rizzo you know, hasn't had the opportunity to get hot. No, that's different though. No, he hasn't no, been hot. Talk, I'm saying point. when they are hot, do you know how important it is to continue to get at bats while you're hot? I understand that. I understand that completely. But you mean to tell me that Stan hasn't been given a run here? Rizzo hasn't been given a run. I'm here? not saying that. You're with those guys. You're 100 percent right. Even Lemayu has Lemayu not been given a chance. A lot more playing time, especially since Donaldson's been hurt. I mean, if not disagreeing guys, with you there. Okay. 
And the rest of the team is just not that. I mean, the rest of those guys on face value are just not that good. My argument here is more of in the context of the last handful of years watching a team that can't put it all together offensively. This team is exposed without Aaron Judge. Exposed big time. That's, mm. a, that's a great way to, to describe it. And we say this all the time that one guy, whether it be Stanton or Judge or even when Sanchez was here and striking out a million times, sometimes a guy just being in the lineup changes the dynamic so much Okay, do you, know, do you know the hot girl effect? Yeah, I watched how many. And there's one, a knockout. Nine, you want to say she's a nine, she's a ten, okay? And she's with a bunch of uh, otherwise what you would say average looking Average, girls. yep. But she brings up the beauty. She brings them up. Every one of those girls around her. And then where you, when you catch one of those girls alone at the supermarket, you're like, we are going to start banging. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, that's not what I remember you looking like because right. the hot girl's not there to pass her beauty onto her anymore. So Tracy was a 10 in the bar, and now she's a 6 at the supermarket, okay? Okay, you're a little okay. misogynist, okay? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. The, okay, okay, okay. Wouldn't be the first time I've been accused of that. Okay, misogyny, okay. racist, okay. Okay. okay, 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 okay. And Judge does to this team. He makes a bunch of five, fours and fives and sixes look like eights. And now he's not there, and they look like fucking two. They're not even looking like four or fives. They're looking like a bunch of twos right now. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. even. That's you wouldn't, low. Really? Am I, am I telling a lie here? No. We're getting catfished, according to someone in the chat. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's good. And look, you want, to talk, you want to talk about the big guy, right? Okay, so he's running the bases before the game yesterday, going for, you know, run first to home, uh, home to first, first to third. And, you know, yeah. it, you're watching him. And, yeah. and, and you know, like he could – and maybe he's not full game speed, but if that's what he's giving you, he, I mean, really, he should be on a rehab assignment this weekend and then ready to go for the Mets on Tuesday, right? And, you know, and, and friggin' Aaron Boone over there is like, well, hurt, 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 hurt. But I can't tell you – if that means days or weeks, hey, dumbass, one does mean close, which is days, and one doesn't mean close, which is weeks. So he's either fucking close or he's not. Why are they so scared to, to label it? I don't know, bro, because at this point in time right now, and the Yankees have come out and said that even when he comes back, he's going to see a lot of time at DH. They're really going to limit his time in right We said field. that. Your your mic keeps cutting out. So what are we waiting for right, right now? Right. He's taking BP. He took live BP off of Nestor in Anaheim. He's running the bases. What are we waiting for? Because, bro, there's zero. They, they're starting to more and more. You're starting. They're starting to say the quiet part out loud, and you're starting to be able to recognize it. There is no urgency. Boone said it the other day. You know, we still with two and a half months left. I'm not going to keep going to the bullpen with two and a half months left. What? What, mm. what does that even mean? Two and a half months left. You're still. Yeah. I, that's you, been that's been what the the main thing I've heard in the post game because I actually like watching the post game more when they lose. To me see too. What they're what they're talking about me and too. that 
has been something that Aaron Boone has clamored on for the last couple of weeks is it's still early. It's we still have two months left. Crazy. And it's like, dude, You're four I, games I, out of the third yeah, wild man, card dipshit. What side the, note, what are you talking have you, about? when they're on prime, have you left the TV on oh, by accident? I, yes, dude. And then it just gets you. And I didn't even realize it was going on. Yeah, and I'm going, the what music. the fuck yeah. is this music? <laughs> Awful. But then I said to myself, that was better than listening to the game behind me. I guess I'm, I'm a big fan because on, on, uh, on Tuesday night after Otani hits a triple, I'm like, I'm going to bed. There's no point. In that's not being a watch. fake fan. That's being a fan that knows what you're watching. And then last yeah. night, uh, you know, six to three, they gave up the run in the another run there and make it seven three. I was like, there's mm-hmm. no, there's no, it's not even a point in any of this. Crazy. But then I did, by the time I did venture back upstairs, right I, in front of us, uh, El Gato. Yes, was on uh, the TV when I turned it on, and I sat there and I listened to Boone, and he said something. He's like. I hurt, hurt. I'll acknowledge it. We stink right now. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aaron. Like, because yeah, we've been I heard waiting that. for fucking a month for you to admit that this is this team is terrible, and you finally admitted it. Yeah. I'm trying to fill some air a little bit because I want to look something up. I'm sure Christian knows because he knows all these weird things, but I'm trying to yeah. figure something out that I want to ask you guys. All right. Ryan didn't think that I remembered Sergio Mitre played on the old yeah, World Series. Sergio Mitre. This is for uh, this is uh, Brian Cashman here. Uh, I just want to say, guys, uh, I really don't like what we're talking about uh, tonight. Uh, this is also for Sunil in the chat. Continues to ask for Brian Cashman to uh, come on here. I respect the fans uh, <laughs> and their wishes. Uh, so this is for you, Sunil. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, but hey, we still it's only July and we have, uh, you know, two months left. We've been dealing with injuries. So, um, uh, you know, we, you. Right. if I had the opportunity to interview Brian Cashman, I would say, Brian, thank you for sitting down with me. Uh, fuck yep. you. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> I would immediately just jump right into that. I said, Brian, I would pre- do appreciate you spending a few minutes with me. Uh, fuck you. Okay. okay first and okay. last time. Okay. Okay. Was the one, one of the things that my old man passed down to me was a love of this baseball team. And you absolutely fucking pissed on that over the and last seven years. Trying How do you to feel w- about that. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I know there's a lot of history, uh, with this franchise. It's, uh, it's a big part of our, uh, you know, makeup here. And, you know, we know, what this team stands for. Uh, and, you know, we're going to keep doing what we can to uh, put the best team out there because that's what we've been doing for oh, really? a decade now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know you spent $50 million on Wash Donaldson to play 165 games for you? And he had a below right. average OPS plus. Do you know okay. that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, but we also, uh, you know, we got Garrett Cole here, uh, you know, Aaron Judge. Okay, because uh, you got Garrett Cole here because you offered him the largest contract in the history of baseball at the up to that point. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, you do know that, right? You didn't really do anything there. Well, okay. yeah, maybe, but we have Volpe. Okay, we have a bright future. Oh, okay, okay. He's in two hundred four uh, right now. You passed on. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's ten all stars for a kid in two hundred four. But it's uh, it's a good, good two hundred four. It's a good uh, two hundred four. It's a professional two hundred four. Yeah, right. That's it. To quote our okay. former also, hitting coach, sure. You, you mentioned Aaron Judge. You tried everything in your power to fuck that up, and they yeah. you weren't even allowed near him uh, during the negotiating process in the offseason. Maybe. Because yeah. you do realize you could have saved your owner about a hundred million dollars if you knew how to do your fucking job in in that instance, right? 
Well, you know, they do call it Moneyball for a reason. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, you know, Gio Urshela was a great diamond in the rough guy that we had. Right. You said so Wash I, Donaldson was better than him. Oh, I did. Shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been saying all season that it just like this team hasn't had a significant run at all. Not even close. So I wanted to just look up again. I'm sure Christian knows this right off the top of his head. What's the longest winning streak? And I was shocked that it was even this high. What's the longest winning streak the Yankees have had all year? Okay. Five question here. Yeah. Oh, thanks for letting He's, me. No, guess. he said it. Oh, he said, I, all right, five. I wasn't right. going to put it at higher than five. No, five. They, they've done it once. How many times have they strung together more than three wins in any, you know, gap? Yeah, throughout so like the season? three game stre- streaks. More than a th- three game streak. Four. Twice. They did it twice. <laughs> and once a uh, three game winning streak once. So bad. Okay. That's how inconsistent wow. this team has been. And that five game stretch stretch, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't I wasn't looking at the dates. I believe that's when Judge came back from that first injury and they started to finally look like they were clicking a little bit. Uh-huh. And that's when I we started feeling it decent was, about this team. It's not really possible that it did correlate with Aaron Judge coming back. But um the reason why everybody is here tonight, uh and again, if you're in the chat and you haven't hit that like button, uh, you know, hit it, okay. Okay. And your little fingers away over there. Okay. I see you okay. hit the like okay. button. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, uh-huh. We ran a poll earlier today, and it's a good poll. It's halfway scientific, which isn't bad for four, being up for four hours. Okay. Okay. Did you freeze? No, I didn't freeze. I was just reading a comment. I thought maybe you froze. Cause I love I I love it when people answer in the cuckiest, in the cuckiest way possible. Okay. Yeah. If okay. you ran the Yankees, you okay? You. Who would you fire first, Aaron Boone or Brian Cashman? Over six hundred and seventy people voted in this poll, which I said is halfway scientific, which is pretty solid for four hours. Seventy-two percent of people said they would fire Bo- uh, Brian Cashman first. Twenty-four percent said they would fire Aaron Boone first, and four people, uh, which qualify, which they qualify as either cucks or trolls. Okay. Okay. Four percent of people said they wouldn't fire either. I th- I'd say out of all of the out of all of the polls that we've put out to really expose the fans who know what they're talking about, this was by far the most swayed towards the answer that was right. Like I was shocked that that many people chose Brian Cashman because it's easy to hate Boone every night, right? It's easy to hate the guy who's, you know, making the dumb moves in the games and the guy, you know, the guy whose face we see out there every single day and, and in the post games. But at the end of the day, man, nine, go, go, go ahead. Yeah. You know what? I fucking love saying it. Okay. Say it again. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Boone is I'm not saying it. Look, firing Aaron Boone is that a step in the right direction? Sure, only because something has to change, right? But I promise you, if this keeps happening for a little bit longer, they will fire him. I actually believe 
Mm. only because it's gotten so bad, bad to a point they never imagined could happen. And they need a scapegoat. They need to fire someone as high up as possible, not named Brian Cashman, of course, and that's going to be Aaron Boone. You say. Your mic cut out a little bit, so he didn't hear you. And Ryan, what's your, oh. what's your pick here? Well, I mean, I got to keep, if it's me making the call, I'm keeping Cashman because I could do an impression of him. Yeah, you, I can't, I can't do, you, you make a living. Voice. But here's where I'll kind of change, I'll, I'll do, uh, I guess, devil's advocate in a way and go against uh, the majority of our almost scientific poll Ooh. and say, I would go with firing Aaron Boone first because I need to make a change now. And the move that I see making the most of a difference for this season would be to fire the manager rather than the general manager. I think firing the GM is an offseason kind of thing that you want to do. And I think firing a manager is something you do in, in the regular season or during the season. So if I'm making a first move, I'm making that move today, pretty much. I'm firing Aaron That's... Boone and hoping that I get a similar kind of trajectory as the Phillies had last year where they fired Girardi. And then sure enough, Rob Thompson comes in and then they go to the world series. So that's you a could fair provide point. A spark. You could provide some kind of spark. Maybe if that's what they're looking for, if they're not throwing the season away, if you're washing the season away, then yeah, Cashman's the guy to go. But if you still want to have a chance at this thing, fire Boone now, bring someone else in to maybe try and provide some kind of spark. Can I just touch on that real quick, Christian? That's kind of what I was saying by, you know, at least it's a step in the right direction because it can't get worse than this. So, you know, don't say that because I've made I've I've made about four videos in the last week. Where I know, I know that exact rock fucking phrase and it keeps getting worse. So don't but, challenge them. I know you're right. But here's the thing. Firing. It's true that f firing Boone without firing Cashman, you're still going to get this the same thing over and over. He's going to right, but you made a great okay. point. It is mid season. So firing Cashman right now, isn't going to do you any good at least firing Boone. Yeah. Someone who comes in is going to just be the talking head for Cashman anyway, but sometimes that switch up can provide something. So maybe you're right there. I actually like that, that point yeah. there. And I could maybe add another point to give somewhat of a benefit of the doubt to Cashman, who who has been the only hire since they've brought in guys like Brian Sabian and Omar Manaya. They've I think they've only made one major hire since those guys have been here or major move. And that's firing Dylan Lawson and bringing in Sean Casey. So maybe that full on analytic approach is shifting in the other direction when you bring in a baseball mind like that. So maybe Cashman isn't as hesitant to listen to guys uh, in his corner there with Sabian and Manaya that maybe could next year, if they do switch managers can maybe have a different, maybe, approach. but maybe. I can't I even I, come close to believing that until I, see I agree. It. I com I completely agree. I'm, I'm just kind of given those little, little points here that they did add a pay. Hey, I back. hope, right. I hope yeah. you're right. Because yeah. Cashman's not going anywhere guys like Boone. It, the only reason Boone would get fired is to be the scapegoat here, mm -hmm. but then they're going to quickly learn that it's not going to get the fans off their back. Right. So it's going to end up biting them in the ass, but you know, I hope you're right. I'd rather you be right. And, and that's the course this, this yeah. organization takes because Cashman's not going anywhere until Cashman wants to go somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I've I've been pretty steadfast in this and saying that uh, 
nothing changes unless Brian Cashman is gone. And that it's complete horseshit that Brian Cashman will get to bring in another manager, right? Yes. But you'd think that my answer would be that we have to fire Brian Cashman first. Wow. But today, today, on July 20th, Aaron Boone is the guy that I fire. Hmm. Ever been allowed to speak to the media yesterday. He should have been fired the second that game was over. Because Ryan makes an excellent point there. If you're firing Brian Cashman today, you're tanking the season. The season's over in your mind. Right. You're, you're done. You fire Aaron Boone. Still looking to try to win this year. You're trying to, you know, try to find that mold of what the Phillies did last year where they fired Girardi, Rob Thompson, brought them a spark, got him to the World Series. Not saying, you know, I guess Carlos Mendoza would probably be the guy as the bench coach. Not saying that happens, but that's what you're looking at happening. I just want to go ahead. Oh, I just was going to say, I just want to pull up their schedule. Who do they got coming up this weekend? The The Royals. The Royals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. If they lose this series. And in in an embarrassing way, just like they've been. Mm -hmm. And Boone is not gone by Monday. I don't think they're firing him at all. That's my window right there. The window closed last night on an in-season firing, in my opinion, because he should have been gone last night. Yeah. You don't get to come back from the West Coast after going one and five against the friggin' Rockies and the Angels. It's over for him. The, you know, I was hearing this. Oh, the the players much like him. The players, the players, they got no respect. I don't for want a guy. guy they like, to be honest. Nah. They have no respect for Aaron Boone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they don't respect him. They respect. They wouldn't be doing half the shit that they do out there. This team looks disinterested. And yeah, that's that's part of who is playing for the team. And we all know who uh, picks the players for this team. But it also the culture in the clubhouse. Hey, give me a look, different voice at this point. As as fans, it's tough to to truly know a lot of things because we're not, you know, be behind the curtains and in the clubhouse with them. So we don't truly know there's there's certain moments where you can say easily that 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 was the team showing they had their managers back, right? When's the last time you remember that happening, Christian? We said it a million times. Not with Aaron Boone, but with Girardi. We 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 always assumed they didn't really like Girardi, whatever. They but came what did, back in that series against Cleveland. Right. That yeah. is a team showing they respect and and love their manager. That's respect. It's not hugging each other after the game and saying it's going to be okay and bringing in a Kleenex for your fucking tears. It's going out there and finding a fucking way to win so that assholes like us aren't sitting here talking about your manager being a pile of shit. That's respecting your manager. On last night, I'm listening to Aaron Boone and he just, and he says that I want my players to be authentic. How? How do you want your players to be authentic when you're the mo- you're you're one of the fakest people I yeah. know, dude? <laughs> Wait, I love it. Thing last it's night. like it's like Chris Farley and Tommy Boy when he's like, I dig it shit in a box and label it guaranteed. <laughs> authentic what? Pieces of shit right. on a baseball field? Yep. I mean, come on. 
give me these guys. You want these guys to be authentic out there. And I guess what he want, I think he was bringing up the point of uh, after Tommy Keenly stomped the fan, he's like, somebody asked him if uh, everybody should do that. And he wants every, he wants, uh, he just wants everybody to be themselves, be authentic. You're not authentic. We all remember you slapping the microphone and then ever so gently putting it back on the table. That was fake. That was fake outrage. Authentic. You lie every single night. You lie to the media. You lie to millions of fans every night. You don't hold anybody accountable. Tommy Canely stops the fan. You want to? You got to have a talk with him. Why? I want to see twenty-five other guys with that type of emotion. The team sucks. He has a bad performance, and he's pissed. That's the exact type of reaction that a guy should have. That's all. Oh, yeah, and then everybody. He's going to make a big deal about calls for Don blowing a kiss. He probably shouldn't have done it, but fuck it. I don't care that he did it. He's pissed too, and he doesn't want to fucking hear about it. Like, you want to, you, you, oh my God. I, I can't fucking look at him anymore. He has to go immediately. That's why if you're telling me I could fire one guy right now today, at 9.33 on fucking July 20th. Aaron Boone has to be the guy. He's got to go, man. I can't listen to him anymore. I can't listen to him pat everybody on the fucking back. The, the, the things he said about fucking Donaldson. We all watched. We all knew. You tell. This is a famous line on this channel. I'm a baseball guy, bro. How? How are you a baseball guy? And then you make fucking comments about, about uh Donaldson, like, you're dumb if you don't think that he's going to have a bounce back year. Hey, dummy, we watched him play baseball. I'm going to be 40 years old, dude. I've watched a lot of fucking baseball in my life. I know when a guy is fucking done, this guy's done. And you're calling him stupid because we don't think so. And what happened? He was fucking done. Glaber Torres cost you a game. You guys have so much trouble winning games. He cost you the game Sunday. Last, last Sunday, the, before the All-Star break, he cost you the game. Hey, Aaron, don't you think it, it's a problem Glaber makes all these errors? Well, hurt, 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 hurt. I don't think he does. I, uh, hurt, hurt. He leads the league in errors. You're his fucking manager, dude. I'm going to challenge you a little bit here. I think he is authentic. You want to know why? Authentically stupid? Yeah, because I remember a night a couple weeks ago when... Uh-huh. Billy McKinney was the only Yankee hitting for the last couple weeks. And it was the eighth inning and it was either tied or they were down. I think it was tied. And to me, the manager who decides just because a lefty's coming in that Josh Donaldson is a better choice than anyone at this point, regardless of what side of the plate he's on, especially the guy who's been your only offense at the time to think he's the guy to bring up in that spot. You have to be authentically delusional. You really do. Mm. You have to be delusional to look at that. Cause I promise he's the only person him, the analytic nerds, the computers and Brian Cashman are the only people on the planet who in that moment can look at a piece of paper printed that tells them, yes, Josh Donaldson is the move right now and not have enough in their brain and in their gut and in their heart to say, no, that is absolutely wrong. You have to be delusional. 
chapter and verse, bro. We can go through it over the last few years of, of the glad handing. And, oh, oh, this guy, he's 0 for 50, but he's got really good at-bats. He's going to impact right the there. ball. And he's right there. We're about to turn a corner. I mean, the, the, the corner you're turning on, dude, it's like it's it's not a street anybody wants to be on, pal. It really I, isn't. And I don't want to get into this because Pete took this the other day and it was fucking killer. So everyone go on TikTok, YouTube, whatever. Find this rant from from Pete on what, in my opinion, was the most egregious thing. I've heard come out of Aaron Boone's mouth, which is saying a lot because there's been a lot of things he said, but it was something to the effect of after the canning game, when the team that game, when uh, the Yankees struck out 17 times, he actually said, we made him work hard for it. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I'm not going to even touch on it. Cause I don't even want to steal any of that thunder from, from Pete. Cause he fucking nailed it. And it was hilarious. And I was actually laughing out loud just waking up in the morning when I'm usually miserable. So everyone go watch it. But I mean, if you want to talk about the egregious things he's done at this moment in time for that to come out of his mouth was enough for me to say, I don't care who the GM is right now. I want him gone. Do I mm -hmm. still pick that? I want Cashman fired first. Yeah, because, you know, ultimately, I think he's the biggest problem. And I think we all believe that, but I'm actually swaying more towards where you guys are now. But I mean, after that, I just said, I never want to look at this guy behind a Yankee microphone ever again. This is team anymore. I can't listen to him speak anymore. The team doesn't respond to him. It came out earlier today that after the game was over yesterday, he spoke to them sternly, but didn't yell. What? Sternly, but he didn't yell. Now, guys, I'm going to take away nap time if you don't play hard against Kansas City. <laughs> Fuck Torres, you, you won't be able to run around with the cat, you know, on the field again if you, if you keep yeah. if you guys keep losing. And I ended that tweet about the cat with saying these are Aaron Boone's Yankees and people are like, oh, you're going to blame Aaron. Boone. Yeah, I'm going to yes. blame Aaron Boone for that. Absolutely. A hundred fucking percent. I'm blaming Aaron Boone for that because I can guarantee you. That if the Yankees were in a free-for-all like they've been over the last four or five weeks, and Joe Torre or Joe Girardi was the fucking manager, Glaber Torres would not be running around with a stuffed cat before a game. In college, we uh, one of the best coaches I've ever had, but no one really liked him. Like He was kind of an asshole. We were in a rough stretch. I think it was, yeah, we were in a pretty, pretty rough stretch. And then one of the games we like tried to pull a prank on someone on the field before the game. And my coach was literally silent, right? We got on the bus. He wouldn't talk to anybody. When the bus parked, he got up. He said, before everyone gets off, I want everyone here at 530 a.m. tomorrow and get ready to run. And we showed up and we literally ran. At one point, we had to run backwards uphill until half of us were throwing up. And then he said, if you ever fucking do that again, especially when we're losing, you'll be off my baseball team. And we never even fucking thought about it again. Mm -hmm. We were all business after that. In my senior year of high school, when my illustrious career ended, we had probably the worst coach in the history of, of, of high school baseball. Okay. Even though he was the winner for 20 years, that was the winner. Stacy, go warm up. 
17, 18 year old kids, okay? Kids looking around doing the similar shit that Glaber Torres was doing. Maybe not with a stuffed cat. I don't even remember what we were doing. We were fucking around like kids did do before before a game. And we were under 500 at the time. And we were in danger of not making the county tournament because we were under 500. And he lit into us. Lit into us. This is why you guys don't win games. This is because, yeah, fucking going ballistic. And guess what? We listened to him. Like him because we thought he was we thought he was a bad coach, but at that moment, him telling us to cut the shit and focus on fucking playing baseball, it resonated with us. We finished over five hundred and we won a county tournament game, and I yeah. credit uh, that him yelling at us for that. And we're kids, man. Yeah. Hey, grown ass fucking adults can be spoken to in that manner too. Glaber, cut the fucking shit. That, what, what do you think he's going to do? Cry? Are you going to cry about it? Good. If then good. Cry. cry and, let him and then get the fuck out off the team. But it's okay, Chris, because he's the only one on the, in the lineup with an OPS plus over 100. You're stupid, okay? Because you he's the only one that has an OPS plus over 100. Great. He's doing his fucking job. What part of his job is not to do is to run around with a goddamn cat when the team's in a losing streak, okay? It's bad optics. If you're if you're on a ten game tear and you're in first fucking place, I even said that I you made could stick to you could let the cat lick your butthole. I don't care. I said that I made a video about it yesterday. On if you're a subscriber to NYY News TV, you probably saw it. And I said if the Yankees were on a heater and they were ten games in first place, this doesn't even fucking bother me. But when you're losing, like the Yankees are losing, and you and you already have a feeling that the manager has no control over the team, and this is one of the players that continually is absent-minded while he's on the field, doesn't look good, doesn't sit well with me at all. Crazy. Aaron Boone needs to get the hell out of here, okay? It's just plain and simple as that. And I, I like I said, dude, I can't listen to him anymore. I can't listen to this guy speak anymore. It's over. It's run its course. This guy has yeah. been here for six years now. Six years. He took a team over that was at the doorstep of the World Series. At the doorstep. And they've gotten further and further away every year. And you want to blame Brian Cashman for the way that he's built this team? Fine. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that Aaron Boone just does not have control over this team. He doesn't get the best out of his players. Oh, but what about the next man up in 2019? Great. What's happened since Where'd then? Where'd that go? What happened since then? Why? Because Cameron Mabin hit a few home runs. We got a couple of good months out of Mike Tockman. So now all of a sudden Aaron Boone's got a magic wand. What's happened since then? Crazy. It didn't suddenly turn into Ken Griffey Jr. He had two good weeks and then he turned into being what Billy McKinney is. Aaron Boone has got to go. Okay, there's nothing else that that needs to that you can that can be said right now. You're not going to make a major trade in terms of shaking this team up because somebody off this team's got to go. Right. Who would you trade off this team? John Carlos Stan? He can say no. He can say, go fuck yourself. I'm staying here. Mm -hmm. Who are you going to trade off this team that you would want that that would that would shake up the room like that? You're not trading Garrett Cole. You're not trading Aaron Judge. Anybody else you trade off this team that would that. You you'd want him off the team anyway. Look, yeah. I I I tweeted this the other day. I tweeted two things I want to touch on. The first one is 
I, I said this and I was shocked at how many people replied like that's the word I was looking for. But I just said like I've never felt so disconnected from a Yankee team in my life. I am so disconnected. I don't know if it's because we, they haven't. They are. They are. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they haven't had a significant stretch. Um, but it's definitely just I'm I think I'm just sick of the bullshit. And and overall, I just I know how this story ends. I do. But yeah. more importantly, I asked Yankee fans who want them to sell. Why? What are they? What are what are you selling? Because think about this. Ready? When you trade prospects. That's not selling. That's buying technically. Right. When you're trading prospects, big prospects, you're getting big yeah, MLB ready yeah. players to Usually. win now. Right. Yeah. So that's not a sell. So who are you selling? The only two guys worth anything. Like anything big where you're going to sell them off and get players back that you're going to friggin win a championship. Yeah. Are, you know, in the future are judge and Cole. You're not doing that. Which you can't trade anyway because of their contracts. So you right. wouldn't get the type of return. It, you exactly. Want. Anyway. It would be stupid on all ends. There are players that they can. There re- are. If they want to do a rebuild, they could get some value out of guys like Wandy Peralta, Tommy Canely. Okay. And I play home. People are like always saying you could trade bullpen pieces, but are you going to rebuild your team by trading Clay Holmes? Or are you okay. going to rebuild exactly. your team by trading? No, that, right. Because That's... they traded legitimate top flight closers in Andrew yeah, Miller and it rolled as Chapman and it didn't do shit for them. Exactly. Cause, cause at the end of the day, when you're, Oh my God, I hate you for I bringing that up again. <laughs> when you're selling, to, when you're selling big time pieces that w- I'm talking about the trades where you wake up and your, and your heart sinks and you want to throw up one of those trades that you didn't see coming. The only guys that are going to get you something worth anything in the future are guys that can't be touched yeah. and shouldn't be touched. You should be building around them. Right. Yankees so again, don't have a yeah, player you know, you on their current right. roster that they could sell. Where right. You would look at and say, I could get something for him that I could win with in another year. Right. Or so because Rizzo, no value. Stan, no value. Lemayu, no value. No value. Glaber Torres, okay. But what are you what, getting for? What are you really yeah. getting for? You're not going to get, get a franchise. Now you're not getting a franchise altering return for Glaber Torres. He's a prospect that didn't turn out to be half of what they thought he was going to be so far. And I think that window is pretty much closed. Yeah. No, so not. what are you getting back for him? Sell piece would be trading Severino on a walk year. What are you getting for Louis Severino right now? Right. Yeah. Right. Nestor Cortez off an injured, riddled, terrible season. Right. Clay Holmes. Okay. Will you get maybe a couple pieces? Sure. But let's get just two think, double but, A relievers for Clay Holmes. Let's think about something, right? In Not 2016, even in, maybe one in the top 30. Right. And in 2016, when we did sell and we got some pretty big names back, what happened to those really? So imagine the pieces you'd get for like a Clay Holmes, right? Or a Torres right now. They're not going to be top five prospects, top three prospects. No. Even when we got top three prospects, sometimes number one prospects, they still didn't pan out. Where's Clint Frazier? I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Is he, does he still play? Isn't hey. he a pinch runner? Uh, defensive replacement. I mean, <laughs> I mean, guys, if you, if, if, 
if the Yankees couldn't even do it Delgato. right, getting top of the line prospects. Delgato made more appearances than at the end of the day has more uh, than pro- more I'll, than Josh Johnson. Someone hits. should count. Yes, definitely that for sure. For sure. Now you're absolutely right. That's a great point, man. That they they have if they really even wanted to rebuild, they have nothing. It's not like they have an, a guy like uh, Otani on a rental or something that they can get a haul for. I know Otani's but a whole this was level. La- but... If this was if this was last year, you trade Aaron Judge in this situation. That's selling, and right. you're going to get a return right. back in which that you could change the course of your franchise. For. Right. You have nothing to trade right now. That's why, I like, sell, go. The Yankees need to. <laughs> yeah, your mic cut out again, but, but it was like it was it. censoring you. Yeah. He said, "What are you fucking selling?" But to to your point, Rye, of like, you know, what are you going to get back and whatnot, and touching up on on what we were saying. The end of that tweet. The last point I made was they. They didn't even do it right in 2016, and the same people are here to do it again. Yeah. The same guy is here. So it's like we're brainwashed to just forget what happened in the past when they did have big pieces to sell. What makes you think that it's going to be any different? Mm. No, you just signed Carlos Rodon to a huge contract. You just signed Aaron Judge to a huge contract. You still are in, you know, Cole's prime of a huge contract. You can't sell. Right now, you're falling apart around these guys. You need to do everything. Spend anything. Trade anything. For a, for a fucking Hail Mary pass at this point to somehow salvage what you've done. Well, I'm not trading. I'm not trading for any rentals if I'm the Yankees. I need to move that. We're also going to help me next year and beyond i disagree with you there no there's no there's no there's no sense in spending assets on a on a straight up rental right now so you're let's, telling let's me let's see where they are closer to the deadline so what, you're like telling me important what six seven games out of the last wild card hold yeah. on so you're telling me that you wouldn't be okay with otani coming here just because he's a rental and judge coming back Given up for Shohei Otani, trading Volpe and Dominguez. I'll trade for... anyone, anyone. I'm sorry, dude. That's just dumb. Literally anybody. That's just literally stupid. Literally dumb. Yeah. No, it is. I'm sorry. The trade your top prospect and the guy that's supposed to be your future shortstop for the next ten years. Hold on, you're thinking of this Otani as their to... as their dead though this year. Who? You're thinking of this. Okay, so let me ask you this question. What if they were four games up in like the second wild card? Different store. No, 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 not even if they're if they're a, a legitimate team and you're telling me. OK, that I'm, so. I'm, OK, gotcha. That's different. See, in the my rental, head, I'm thinking as we get closer, they're still in this thing. In and now, what makes you think that they're going to get any closer to this? Well, just, I, I mean, I have a little tiny like at the tip of my fucking pinky. So do I, and then they take the they take the field yesterday, and they're down two nothing in the first yeah, inning, I mean, and then I'm just like, I'm gonna go are, play. This I'm is an go easy stretch. But I'd here's rather- the thing, dude. Here's the thing, though. They can't sell. We've already established that, and I think Cashman knows that, right? You can't sell. There's nothing to sell. Cashman is the type of guy. He goes to a, he runs a garage sale. 
And he yeah. wants to sell you uh, a yeah. Guns he's Gary Roses. V. He's a he's a shitty version of Gary V. He wants to sell you a Guns N' Roses cassette <laughs> where the tape is unwound and it can't get it back in the cassette. It's like, oh, it's vintage, seven dollars. No, <laughs> no, first edition. No, he's the guy who shows up to yeah. the to the thing and buys that cassette and goes, but he's I selling. just got this for two bucks. Uh, and then he looks into the camera and yeah. goes, but really it's worth a thousand. Yeah, they wanted five. I talked him down to two. And and but, meanwhile, the same cassette sold on eBay, the last 10 sales, they were for like 25 cents because he's the only person in the entire world who sees value in things that have no value at all. Him and Gary V. <laughs> Oh, let's let's read a couple comments here because I like to. I tweeted it. Tweeted it. Okay, tweeted it. Okay. Our buddy Eric Medic Medic nine six eight says traditionally, if a GM gets fired, the manager is out the door because the new GM will want the ability to construct his own team and infrastructure. So he has nicknames for Cashman and and Boone. You'll hear me. Well, firing Cashball is essentially firing Bubbles. Wow, love it. It's true, and I don't disagree with that. But as I said earlier, yes, like bro. today, today, Aaron Boone has to be the guy that gets fired. Mm-hmm. Well, just a couple more here, okay? Let's see here. We have Jeff Klein that says, I love being in the 5%. And I asked Jeff, hey, Jeff, you care to let us know why you would not <laughs> fire either? And guess what Jeff's answer was? Hmm. Crickets. Was, Crickets. You know, that's what cucks do. They don't answer questions like that. Cuckety cuck. Cuckety cuck, cuck, cuck. All right. So uh can I just say one last thing? Because it, it that one of those comments just made it the uh, the thought come to my head. Are you triggered? A little uh, like a s- small part of me of, of why I voted to f- I'd want to fire Cashman first. I know everyone's gonna think I'm crazy, but there's like a small part of me that would l- actually love to see what Aaron Boone could do as a manager on like actually being a manager. It was last year. I'm over that now. Yeah, no, I'm over it too, but there's still a slight part of me that would, that is like, I'd like to see Aaron Boone get, you know, dehypnotized here and go back to the baseball guy. We were all told he was, which I truly believe. And he's just a brainwashed idiot who just who's done all right so let him go take over another team and let's see what he's got there because i don't want to see okay okay so one more from patrick because we haven't heard from patrick Ah, i'm a boy hello fellas patrick says i'd fire boone first because he can't run a water tap never mind this baseball team (laughs) (laughs) surprised he didn't say a beer tap you cut out you cut out maybe he's cleaning up here Maybe yeah, hey, he's on game. the wagon, baby. He can get off the wagon. So uh, the Yankees are home. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. 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 They're playing okay. the uh, Kansas City Royals, and as we said earlier, these are these are the, the three guys that are facing the Yankees this weekend. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, Marsh takes the bound for the Royals, five point four zero. Okay. On uh, Saturday, uh, Garrett Cole is pitching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eric Cole is pitching against oh, man. Uh, Brady Singer. Brady Singer has a 5.7 ERA. Be singing, singing my tune. <laughs> and you want to hear this pitching matchup for Sunday? Let me hear mm-hmm. it. Domingo. Most apropos ERA for Luis Severino. Uh, 666. <laughs> nice. 
against Jordan Lyles, 605 ERA, 1 in 11 on the season. All right. Wow. Looking good. I mean, what, what, do, what do we have to say about that? There's no like, yeah, we'll get him. This is a this is a get right situation. It's not you. You can't even say that anymore. You can't even be like, well, we're, we'll get him. At least we know we'll get him on Saturday when Cole's on the mound because they don't win those games either. There's nothing that this team does that you could hang your hat on and say, well, I can say I can at least guarantee they'll do X. The only thing I can guarantee is that they make me want to do X. And hello, I'll do I'll do X. Yeah. I hear you. Keep you going. Do X? Talking. No, because something Let's popped up on it. my. Let's uh, get to I, it, though. On my computer here, I'll do X. Maybe want to do X, and that the <laughs> only thing that they do is tweak. that they don't score. They don't score runs, yeah. and if they do score runs, and the bullpen will blow it. It's just, I can't. I I got nothing, dude. I got nothing to be optimistic about right now. Yeah. They don't know when. They don't they they can't even tell you accurately what close means because in the Yankees world close also means months away. They don't they don't play well they don't play well behind their ace. They don't do anything other than fucking frustrate the living shit out of me and make me fucking question life decisions. Like why am I watching this right now? All that they do. Severino, 6.66 ERA and NYY News TV wrote in the chat Donaldson had six 166 plate appearances for his Yankee he career. Did. Wash Donaldson had 666 at plate appearances. Devil. The devil. So there we go. All so we have a thing. little bit of uh, news here. Okay. 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 We, are working, we are working on a big event. NYYST will be live at Lido Sports Bar in North Arlington, New Jersey. We're going to be doing a live show. Lido's. Sports bar featured yes. not not just any sports but featured on what is that show? Uh, Dave the Portnoy, Dave right? Portnoy, Dave Portnoy, really? Yeah, yes. got a review of it like an eight point two score, wow. score. So it's good, good, good eats, good Pete's. Wow, that's solid. Yeah, so uh, it was. It is tentatively scheduled right now. We are still working out the final details, but it's tentatively scheduled for August nineteenth at one o'clock. Uh, the Yankees will be playing at home that day, but against the Boston Red Sox. So we are tentatively scheduling that right now. So mark your calendars for that. We'll, next week, we'll be back live on Thursday after the Mets series concludes. We'll be back here live on Thursday. So we hope to have the final information on that. But we would love to see everybody okay. out there at Leo okay. Sports okay. Bar in North okay. Arlington, uh, New Jersey, on the 19th there as we're going to be doing a live show during the game. So that's a little bit of news there. We're very excited for this. Uh, and uh, we hope everybody comes on and shows their support. And we got a little, uh, we got a little something special working, right? Cooking up, mm-hmm. a little something hot, right? We're gonna, we're gonna dump five gallons oh, of blue yeah. cheese on Chris. Oh, okay. hi, hell right. yeah! And then we're gonna make him spell at the end of the day with the blue cheese. Wow, that's good. Well, that's uh, something that we're working on. Also, uh, you guys already know, September 23rd in the Audi Club at Yankee Stadium. Uh, come pour one out for the 2023 Yankees because who the fuck expects them to still be alive at that point? But uh, we we do still want to see you out there. Let's have a good time. Let's reminisce about the good old days. Uh-huh. Okay. When this team had some balls. Okay. 
Also, uh, if you're still in the chat and you haven't hit the like button, what are you waiting for? We're about to close the show. Hit the like, like button. Like subscribe it, like to it, like NYY it. News TV. All right? Smash it. Okay. Leave us a review on Spotify. By the way, anyone who's a Spotify fan too, our videos are up there now as well. Anyone listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you want to switch over to Spotify, you can watch the video or obviously head to the NYY News TV YouTube channel. And uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or you have Apple Podcasts and you're watching right now, please just take a second. Leave us a five-star rating and review. I hate seeing the 4.5 there. It really bothers me. I want to get okay. that up. Okay. Okay. We hate seeing oh, the 4.5. Okay. Because we, because we know it was trolls. We know trolls, trolls. did it. Trolls. Mm-hmm. Inside sauces told me that. Had to be. Had to be. Had to be. All right. So, uh Another longer show here, but again, uh, even with this team being bad, there's still there's just a lot to get off our chest at this point. I thought that we were going to do Yankee fan therapy today because it really does feel like the the season is over at this point. <laughs> but there's still more games to play, and you know this is the fucked up part about being a fan. We're all gonna be in front of that TV at seven oh five tomorrow night. Or, That's right. Or, or following on our phone or listening to John and Susan. We're gonna. That's we're diseased. We're diseased yeah. people, but this is what this ball fixed. club does to us. And uh, you just, it's that blind hope, that blind optimism that keeps you coming back that today is going to be the day. Today's the day that they get right. And let's hope that it is tomorrow, man, because I don't know how much more of this we can take. One and five against the Rockies and the Angels is just actually when you should have won two, uh, two of those games there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but we want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYYST and NYY News TV. We want to thank everybody for listening and watching episode 341. SGR. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace. Before it hits the front page.